Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, yeah. The majesty. Oh, my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mage. Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, the world's number one sports and recreation podcast, Cheap Heat. There's something going on Friday. Can you believe it? For two times in one week, we have both SGG and Dipperstein, the two hardest working, busiest human beings on planet Earth, have pulled it together to give us another 30 to 40 minutes of their time. And we are forever grateful to both of you. We'll start in Philadelphia with the physically large stack guy, Greg. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I can't believe it that you got me and Dip. The same place twice? at the same twice. Yeah, once, is... twice, buy a lottery only... ticket because this is your lucky day. The only thing that would be crazier is if we also had Troy, but don't worry, we don't. Having all three of them for a second time would have been an actual impossibility. <laughs> um, but we survive. Um, and we also have uh, coming to us from Los Angeles, um, casual Friday, 35 at 35 Dipperstein. It's once, twice, three times a Dipperstein. Can you believe it? What are your What are your teas? <laughs> are you Are you wearing this to? Um, is this what you're wearing to work? Yeah, I mean it's a it's a oh, casual Friday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, again, the microphone always covers what's going on, so I was like, is this just like a random shirt? What's happening here? There's, no, there's I a mean collar. it's a luxurious item. It's a very Still, nice, uh, thin, long sleeve button or uh, polo shirt. Very, We're not going to nice. say the brand because we don't need to give anybody any free no free. We don't do free endorsements on this show. No, no. There's no such thing as free endorsement on this shit. So I will tell you before we start, I walked into my, uh, I, I, you know, I decided to, you know, stay home this morning for, to do the podcast for a minute. And, uh, 
I, you know, I can't go without my coffee. So I go into the refrigerator to go, you know, find the creamer and realize that I had run out last week and totally forgot. Oh. So I am drinking creamerless coffee with two Splendas. Oh I, I, I feel naked. I, I, it feels like a na- I'm drinking naked coffee. There was a lot of bottom of the barrel talk before we officially started the, the podcast. I think this is the lowest that we've got so far. Yeah, this I, is this a low is, point. This is, this, is, this, is the, this is the worst day of my life. That is a really <laughs> bad day. I don't even drink coffee. This is the worst day of my life, knowing that you yeah, well, have and, to and deal the with people, this. And the people are worried about you too. Instead uh, of and, dumping chemicals into my coffee, all I had to all I all I did was uh, actually actually I put two Splenda in. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> and you ran out last week. So that means that you were you were struggling and suffering in silence for a whole weekend as your friend. Wow. I didn't even know. Can you believe so that? Like, I've been in the office. I've been in the office so early this week every day that I have not uh, even fathomed making coffee for myself at home. The coffee at home is really a luxury when you're an extremely busy business professional. I have to ask you guys a question before yeah. we get into the there's something going on Friday, which by the way, what's usually going on on there's something going on Friday is a whole lot of nothing. And, and let me tell you, we're chock full of nothing today. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. got, I've got nothing galore to talk about. And from nothing comes something. I know. That's, that's every time. time. That's right. That's, that's bringing now, full circle. Uh, the guys just heard and our, and our, uh, a fill-in producer, Devin, who we've never worked with before. I've never met this person in my life. All She's just a great got guy. to witness. She seems like a great guy. Ju- all just got to witness me having a conversation with the heating and cooling people who are coming to help me out at the summer residence, which <laughs> right at this moment feels sort of like the winter residence because the heat's not working <laughs> at all. And it's, it's, it's still just cold enough that you need to turn the heat on. It's just it's just it's cold. The, the finest line in, in line history. In the annals of lines, it's the finest one. <laughs> like, you get, me, you get me to, it's the 60s. It's like the mid-60s. But guess what the temperature is? Oof. So close. How does that happen? 59. So close. Let me ask you a question. Are you, uh, I, I hope and assume that you will eventually in the next few years become a father. There'll be a little Rosenberg so. running around. Okay. That's the plan. Okay, good. Are you going to be the type of father who yells at their kid for uh, futzing with the, uh, with the air, with the, with, the, with the temperature in the house? Or are you going to say, no son, no daughter, it's okay, you can put the temperature however you'd like. I could see you going crazy about no, the you temperature definitely change. Have to, you definitely have to put your foot down about the temperature change. Yeah, I, I take temperature pretty seriously, um, but not about the mo- – I won't freak out about the money part of it. I'll freak out if I notice that it's an uncomfortable temperature. If right. if I even walk past the the uh, what's it called the dial when what I was when I when I if I even walk past the thermostat when I was little, my father would go crazy. Don't touch it. <laughs> too Don't close. you touch the thermostat? Yeah, too close. Now, Just in now, case. I, yeah, I know people are. And by the way, my, if I looked I, at it, if I looked at it, go to your room. I futz right now at my parents' house. It's always a thing. My yeah. parents. It is. It is always too cold in their basement yeah. and too hot everywhere else in the house. So in the winter time, if I stay downstairs, it's freezing and I have to turn the heat up. And if it's the summertime, the whole house is a, is a sauna and I have to fight to keep the AC down. My mom yeah. will keep it at like 72, 73. I'm like, mom, it's hot. We knock it yeah. down to 69. I need, it, I need it under 70 to try to cool this place. It doesn't now, do anything above 70. I mean, it's good for no the No matter planet. what age you are, yeah, you're right. always fighting with your parents about the thermostat. 
that, I don't think that ever changes. Um, I feel bad that you guys had to witness what just happened. I don't. I love reality now, TV. I have a question. But did I did I start off as a bad guy when the guy said to me, "What's what's going on with this thing?" And I said, "Ain't nothing going on but the rent." Was that already a bad way to start? Yeah. Yes. You're complaining. This guy, for the listeners, this guy gives Peter Rosenberg a window of eleven thirty to one. Do you know how no, unbelievable eleven, 11 to one thirty? All right, eleven to one thirty. Do you know how amazing yeah. of a window that is? I, I've, I've now I've moved into two houses in the last five years. Let me tell you something. People are giving me windows. We'll come tomorrow. That's that's a window I've gotten. All right. No, no, no. We're gonna. It, you're right. You, listen. You're I mean, this is right. the uh, the dream window. I hear what you're saying. If they Maybe actually show up during the window, though, that's the that's even if the they thing. don't. The fact that they even gave the window is a beautiful thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I agree with you that it's a decent window. The reason I was annoyed was we're trying to start the call. I have two very busy co-hosts who I, I, I want us to get the, the the episode started. I already spoke to you guys them at nine o'clock, and they said the window was ten thirty to one thirty. I they missed closed the window. Up. I, I, I missed a call. Well, the window already closed naturally because it's 11 o'clock. So a half hour of the window's gone. Oh, it was so, a natural closing of the window. It was a natural closing of the window. So oh, now it's 11 right. o'clock. I see I missed a call. They said they'll call you when they're close. So when I see I missed a call, I go, oh, they're here. Hey, what's going on? Oh. Hey, uh, I'm going to now recap all the things you already said to one of my colleagues earlier. Uh, what's the problem? We're sending someone in this window. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to charge you for labor. Uh, okay, why are you talking just, to me? Justified just annoyance. Here. You, justified annoyance. Y- yes, however, I, I don't think you realize even how lucky you are to get a call. I mean, I, I get it. Well, he's calls. a member of a thing, though. They already saw... We, we but that, yeah, that's the part. Dip, Dip, keeps, Dip keeps saying that, right? He doesn't remember. He's I not had a, a schmuck like one of us. I had them come at Thanksgiving. I paid them $1,000 for 25 minutes of work to say, and part of it was, now you're a member, and when we come to do whatever, you don't have to pay for a service call. That's why I was annoyed that the guy goes, well, just so you know, you don't get, you don't get charged for the call, but we do charge you a minimum one-hour labor. So w- what's the difference between that and the service call? If it's a minimum one hour that I have to pay you for when you don't know that it's one hour of work. Okay. Stop it. Okay? <laughs> right. It's called a gimmick. You are a victim of a gimmick. Congratulations. Why am I, I mean, well, hold on. But, a gimmick in, in wrestling terms, well, I would call it a racket. This is a different Right, and that's gimmick. what I said. And I, I said, uh, so my point isn't that you're wrong. My point is that's why I'm explaining my tone and you're making it seem like I'm lucky. I'm not lucky. I'm getting swindled. And I said to the guy when he's like, oh, I said, we'll talk about the swindle later. I, oh, well, you, you know, you'll have to pay us on site. Okay, great. Come fix it. Uh, oh. Oh, I, I, yeah, but this is, by the way, I feel the same way. I, I agree. I'm, I'm just, you know, playing devil's advocate because there's a, there's a, there's a lane. There's a devil's advocate lane here. No, there's uh-huh. a lane there. There's, it's open. It's lane. open. I'm not going to take I'm, it. I'm, I'm t- I have taken the right turn into devil's advocacy. Yeah, you really but, have for no but, reason. But, but Truly I, no, devils no. too. Truly. Yeah. But let me, when it but, comes let, to contractors and heating and cooling, you're talking about actual devils. Especially in New York. I'll be, I'm sorry. Like the racket doesn't stop. It's LA in the hills. You know what I deal with in the hills up here? There's no service. There's no running water. There's no electricity. There's no nothing. I'm I'm, I'm like Abraham Lincoln up here. (laughs) It's I might as well be living in a log cabin. And the guy they're going to protect. Might as well. You don't have any coffee creamer. 
they're going to pretend that there's something more wrong than it is. Like my guess is this is a one switch kind of situation. There's really nothing going on. I just can't figure it out. But they're going to pretend there's something going on. Oh, they're going to be digging and scraping the, and the banging. Greatest, the greatest thing is when the, when the guy comes or whatever, I, you know, sometimes I have the, you know, I, I got problems up the wazoo in this house. Forget it. I have a list of, the, you know, like the, as long as the, the Torah. I have, I have these, the, the uh, guy over the phone tells me, uh, do you know where the circuit breaker is? I say, what? Uh, you know, sure. You know, sometimes, you know, the, the, the lights are out. This is out. Who knows? I mean, it rains. You know, someone someone spits on my house and the lights go out. You know, anything so can happen. It's the worst. So, I, you know, I, I go into the circuit breaker. I mean, have you ever, I mean, isn't there a better way? Can't we disrupt the circuit breaker industry? I mean, these things are ancient. They look, it doesn't matter how new your house is. I mean, this house is a fairly new house. I mean, it oh, looks no, like it, it, the circuit breaker looks like it was built in 1946. I don't even older than that. <laughs> older I, I, than you know, that. The, there's dials on there from the year one. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, no. now, that's I've the thing that seen... draws me up the wall is when they're not labeled, and now you have to actually. Look oh, they're never labeled. Sw- they they have never figure out what's doing what. In the in the annals of time, a, there has not been a single circuit breaker that has ever been labeled properly. I've okay? seen on- one. I've seen one that was labeled properly and well. And I was like, thank God. I feel like my parents, I feel like my parents' one is decent. Mine is currently completely blank. The whole thing. Not one. (laughs) What the hell's the point of it? What is it? It's just a bunch of plastic and metal. Let me, I want to go to the White House. I want to see Joseph Biden's circuit breaker. And I want to see. Well, that's going to be very old. (laughs) I want to see. Just like. I want to see the White House. It also has no labels. No, that's that's a terrible example. I want to see Elon Musk's circuit breaker. Yeah, exactly. You want to go to Swizz Beats's Iron Man house. Show me that mm-hmm. circuit breaker. Let's mm-hmm. have a conversation. I wonder if he still has that house. He does. Can you take me to that house, please? Yeah, I, I want to go to that I, house, too. I know. Well, uh, my friend Harry Fraud is making a project with, uh, they're dropping a project, him and Swizz. And mm. I said to him, I said, have you, have you gone to the house? Have you, have you gone to the house, P? No, I've never gone to the house. This, if anyone I've doesn't know what we're talking about, Swizz Beats has the most psychotic house in Los Angeles, in well, my opinion. If if anyone doesn't know, it's because they haven't seen an, uh, a Marvel movie and they didn't catch when P literally called it the Iron Man house. It, it yeah. is the Iron Man house yeah, just, no, from and you can the just Marvel Google, movies. Just Google Iron Man house and it'll pop right up But it's right called something it's, else. It's like, it is, uh, but you'll, it'll come up under Iron Man house. Trust me, I've been Googling yeah. and Googling. Oh, it's, it's absolutely insane. If you want a tour of the house, watch Iron Man. <laughs> it is the Iron Man house. Um, anyways, yeah. we should, uh, we should talk about the pro wrestling a little bit. Uh, so we'll I, get to some mail. I got some stuff. So I watched last night, I watched the, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Treasures episode. Okay. I like how Dip jumps in like he has something very important. Like he just, he, he discovered, <laughs> yeah, he has like a not, breaking story. He watched, he watched a reality show. I'm not wrestling reality show. <laughs> you didn't even give me a chance. Okay, go ahead. You watch the Stone Cold Steve Austin show. It's veering into Treasures of Jays. We went from Treasures to, uh, you know, some stuff in the attic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Fun fact, though, uh, the original WWE title, Buddy Rogers, was found in an attic. So, I mean, it's not not, not the wrong place to look for some Treasures. now Now we're looking for the actual cement truck. That he used to put the, the, the cement in the Corvette? Yeah, that, that, that's gone. That's been stripped for parts. Yes. And they said long, it in the show. Long ago. This isn't long the ago. one. They, put, they, 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 they move Lita 
all the way to some shipyard or whatever, some cement company. And and she looks at the cement truck and she says to the guy, is this the truck? And he goes, well, it's not really the truck, but it has some of the parts of the truck. Like, oh, on. my. Are you serious? <laughs> I that swear happened? to God. Now, uh, also, aren't they simultaneously now doing another Steve Austin show? Yes. Yes, Steve Austin. Hmm. Uh, Get your bag, Austin. It's all good. I forget what it's called, but it's about, especially about him traveling doing people's jobs yeah yeah he's 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 raised a glass of beer for the working man so long that he's decided he's gonna go back and become a working man and he's doing doing regular jobs let me tell you listen steve steve gets steve they will come up with a different way for steve to just be steve over and over (laughs) and over again (laughs) they're all the same show it's just steve being steve the show that's the show the show should just be called Steve being Steve. <laughs> it just follows him. It should just be called Steve. If, if, if Little Dicky can yeah. have a show called Dave, he can just call his show Steve and that'll be it. So yeah. anyway, so they, so they find the one thing that they found in this. Well, for, okay, first of all, the, the main thing that they're looking for is the knee brace. Is one of his knee braces. Oh, I'd like that. Okay. A knee brace. Uh, I mean, the knee brace was a pretty iconic Steve Austin item, though. I mean, which being... knee brace are they looking for, though? Like the original black yeah. or the the black, the black and gold, the black, the black and red? Somebody had it. Some guy had it. Some. So the guy oh. that creates all the belts that you've seen around, Dave Milliken. I don't forget his name, but anyway. So then they go up in his attic in his uh, ranch or whatever, and they find um, a couple things. They find the, ori- the the his the last IC title, which is you know that's something. But they all look the same at this point. You know, is this a Stone Cold's ranch or is the yeah? They, you know, it's the, uh, Mick Foley goes up there with him and, and, and looks okay. in his attic with him. So it's, you know, they find the IC title, fine. But the one thing they did find, which I thought was m- 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 mage, okay. was, was the stunning Steve Austin red sequin robe. <sighs> that's, that is that's something. That's something. They found something. That's something. Other than that, yeah, you know, they, they, they the, the cement truck, the, our, the actual Corvette they have at, in Stanford parked. I didn't know that. They moved it to Stanford. It's it's in the garage. It's in the parking lot. Unless they moved it out of the to the parking lot, but it exists, Peter. It's there. So you want me to go look for it? I'm, I'm when I go on Saturday. Yes. What are you going on Saturday for? The, I have to the do kickoff the, panel for the, the premium live event. Kickoff. Oh, because it's important. I'm so upset. I saw I saw footage today on Instagram of of Dom Dominic doing all like the Puerto Rican television spots. Like he's he's doing. I saw him throwing. I saw him throwing a drink in the face of some Puerto Rican reporter. I, I, I want to be there. I want to be there. Um, yeah, I should have gone. I should have gone. I, I see. You know, I mean, I was SGG, te- you really, SGG, you really are the one who should be looked at sideways here because all you need is the lightest excuse to jump on a plane. And, and I was texting you on the side, like, "Is this is this doable?" And then I was like, you I, know. "No, no." You said you said you think it's happening. At that time, I was told it was off. I asked when you asked me like four months ago, a while ago. Yeah, I reached out and they were like, oh, "I don't think it's happening." I mean, maybe I was, maybe I was kayfabed. I, I was maybe. told it wasn't happening maybe. that time. Then yeah, it came back around. If you would have, if you would have told me that it was happening, guess what? I would be doing this Friday something live from. Oh, boy. No, that would have been much nicer. <laughs> no, yeah. a lot of daiquiris, a lot of Liv Morgan pina coladas. I see on Instagram. Oh, of- she's 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 uh, <laughs> boy boy did you boy did you dip you missed the bill. You oh. missed the Bill email. Oh, Bill is in the Discord lighting it up right now. Is, is he really? Is he still yeah, going I, crazy? I, I, I in our Discord? Personal, yeah, I yeah, sent a, him a new, personal a new... invite to the Discord. Bill and, Simmons? Uh, 
A new no no no. <laughs> a new character has been born on the Cheap Heat podcast, and you were you had, you had just left. And this man emailed us and scorched earth. Uh, you you won't dip. Your friends were annihilated. He he, <laughs> ca- he came after Liv. He came after MJF. He ca- I mean he was sending Scud missiles at, yeah. at, at all in a all in a very sort of witty, well done but nasty way. And and now what did he say at the end the though? Too like we need to be united. We don't need. <laughs> How are you going to come at MJF? Yeah. He's the the greatest thing in wrestling. How are you going to come at him in any way? Uh, because oh, he did. people, yeah, he did. You know why he did it? Because people like you who use the words "greatest thing in wrestling"—that's <laughs> exactly what he's coming. He said uh, that's all he said. He just said he just said over. I think he said overhyped. Was that what he said? I think he said overrated. Maybe overhyped, overrated. One of the he was over something. He's over MJF for sure. This guy, this listen, this guy came. And by the way, it wasn't just that he came after all things that I that I enjoy. He just destroyed. He, he, yeah, and like one after the other. Like after I recovered from one, you ran into like another. All right, so here's here's what they just... were, Dip. Here's what Bill said. Um, he destroyed the Royal Rumble. Um, he said, as much as I love it and look forward to it every year, um, it's the exact reason why Dip felt the stories leading up to Mania were lacking. Because it it basically creates zero stories. It just creates here's a match, um, which I thought was good. Then he says Liv Morgan has go-home heat. He thinks that she may be the single most annoying person to get significant camera time every week. Um, he said AEW cannot be enjoyed by anyone with a life. And um, he was offended by MJ. Oh, yeah, it was MJF's cursing he doesn't like. He said he's no Mormon. <laughs> I got to be honest. Yeah, I'm no I, Mormon. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't disagree. I hate when the, with, the, with the cursing. No, AEW curses too much. Period. They do. There's, there's, there's. It's. I, I do. I agree with them on that. There's. Oh, and then this is the best one. Dip the best one. <laughs> SGG, how we forget his last one was Troy is not a hero. Oh yeah, <laughs> he went after Troy the Goy. <laughs> what did he say? He goes, Troy is not a hero. He can live his life however he chooses, but don't insult the guys you were friends with growing up who had a sex drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. They're not villains for wanting to be physical with girls. Be you without dumping on others. Let's unite and yeah. not further divide, Troy. <laughs> Pe- people who like sex can coexist in the same world as those who don't. Yo, let's unite and not further. <laughs> that was the one that sent me over. How dare you say that after the email? <laughs> it seems like a great guy. I love this guy. I, I know. Bill's great. Everyone's yeah. in on Bill. He's a wild man. Uh, and then also, uh, I heard I heard SGG, we had a little drama on the Discord this week. My number one nemesis in all of uh, sports entertainment quote journalism, David Bixenspan, showed up to the Discord. I'm told. The very, very little drama. Very is our, little is drama. Is our Discord on fleek? Do you know I've never went on it once? <laughs> Dude, you, you, honestly, I, I'm telling you, I think if you went on there, the only danger is I think it would probably change your life a little bit. Yeah. Like, because you're not social media obsessed, and this isn't social media, but SUG, couldn't you see Dip then checking it all day long constantly? Oh, it's, yeah. It's a constant conversation about wrestling and our podcast. So it's it, with I a love lot both of, people, of those things. They're both I know. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you no, you should go in. You will get you will get a hero's welcome if you walk into the if you show up in the Discord. Big. All right, well, well, maybe there's a maybe there's a there's a Friday for everything. 
That's um, right. Uh, and by the way, and, dur- and, and, and during the show, maybe you can find Dip. Maybe you can find people in the Discord who watch the show on West Coast time, and you can chat with them in the Discord during the West. Because you you can't participate in the G oh, yeah, World you can't Order do chats live. during shows because you're three hours behind. Live is so the, the Discord. The Discord could be a good place. So SGG, uh, Bixen's fans showed up briefly. What happened? That that honestly, Pete, that is just the story. He showed up briefly. Uh, he jumped in on a conversation that was already ongoing, and I felt he was making it more antagonistic than it needs to be. So I stepped. You in felt like, you felt he made it more antagonistic than than the Discord had felt previously. Yeah. Yeah, so I was just like, all right, shut it down. Move. We're moving on from this conversation completely. By the way, Dip, you should have seen. I, I scrolled up and saw what SGG did. He literally put his foot down. He goes, this conversation is over. Yeah, it's done. <laughs> and, it's- then, and then they started going at him. Then Bix started taking more shots and SGG immediately. He's banned. Anyways, next and just moved on. Yep, I banned him. And then uh, somebody else tried to come in. And continue the conversation, banned him right after that, too. Because, well, Diamond- you know what? That is that should be a topic, SGG. Why don't you tell us? It's an outside the ring subject uh, uh, yeah. ab- about the-, the not the Bix part of it, but what the conversation was about. Because there was a Tony Khan thing this week that everyone was talking about. So, it, it was the ticket sales, right? The you oh, I saw, show I saw at Wembley. This. I saw this. Um, someone from I believe ESPN. Made a comment about the ticket sales, or that uh, that it wasn't going to sell as much, or that there was—I I don't even know what the comment was that the reporter mentioned. But Tony Khan responded to the reporter, and so that was the conversation that then sort of brought us into the Discord. Right, my opinion on it was like the the whole thing is just weird. Like it's weird that this reporter would lie about it. Um, in Tony Khan's response, he accused Nick Khan of planting the story. It's weird that Tony Khan would even dive in on the story and not just focus on the on the ticket sales. It's weird that fans are all up in arms about wrestling journalism ethics as if that's a thing that <laughs> exists at all. The whole thing is weird. So, But we were having a conversation about the ticket sales and going back and forth. Um, and then Bix jumped in. Well, because 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 the people were all immediately saying with absolute certitude that the story was just a leak from Nick Khan. Right. Yeah, I, I saw which it. is yeah. which is what Bix is is um came in and was being led to believe also is that like Nick Khan one hundred percent planted the story. Um but obviously as I know I know how Bix gets down. I've seen some of his tweets. As soon as he showed up, I knew it was going to go left. And then he, he, in fact, in my opinion, <laughs> did try to take it left. So that's when I was just like, you know, this conversation, it's done. Like, How about this? Know. How about this? Let me, let me say one thing about Bix, about Bix and Span and people of his type, okay? Here's the piece that annoys me. It's not that you have the <laughs> things to say that you want to say. It's that your whole thing is coming after everyone who you don't believe is critical enough of WWE. And you're doing it under the guise of journalistic integrity. You can't be that person when you openly have a vendetta against the place you're covering. You can't say it's about journalistic integrity if you know for a fact you are always on the same side. And that side is... WWE is bad. WWE is wrong. WWE must be uncovered for what they really are. 
Especially if then, that integrity doesn't extend <laughs> anywhere else. Anywhere else? No, that nowhere, nowhere else. And furthermore, like this is a conversation we've had on the show before. Michael Kay on the K show has been having this thing again with P- Yankee fans being angry at him that he's not being harder on the Yankees. And yesterday on the K show, I just said, guys, can we stop for a second? I said, I believe we have a mostly smart audience. Okay. We're honest with you. We're not. Li- can we just be all, I'll be honest. Michael K is the voice of the of New the York Yankees. Yankees. Right. How critical do you want him to be? He's critical. He'll say things he doesn't like. But why is the only line that exists? You should be willing to sacrifice the life you've created for your family so you can give a take that these people who will never be satisfied will be, quote, satisfied with. Because and also that take doesn't exist. That take doesn't exist. Yeah, no, no, he'd have to wish for been, murder. He'd have to. It would have to be death and fire and hellfire and brimstone that he's been critical for. of WWE on this show. We're critical all the time. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Mail. Jose, who loves the show, Jose Polenko writes us and says, what's up, guys? Been on a mission for a really good egg everything bagel since you guys wax poetically about them. Living in Connecticut, I think AM Bagel is by far the best bagel shop, but they won't let me be great. They are always on point, except when I have ordered an egg everything. Two weeks ago, I ordered a sausage, egg, hash brown, and cheese on an egg everything. And they gave me a French toast bagel, which was delicious. This morning, I tried this egg everything order again. It ended up being a lime sea salt bagel. Not good. Oh, man. This is, this is really, really. This, is a, this doesn't sound like an endorsement. <laughs> I'm sorry that they're not able, not able to deliver. Mail. Uh, David writes us and says, uh, David from Dudleyville. Um, he has a fix for the draft, but also says, who cares? <laughs> he wrote, Raw and SmackDown only draft from NXT. Yeah. On, we- yeah. on Wednesday, NXT show. For every up-and-comer they draft, they also send someone down and have Raw and SmackDown do trades. This allows for controversial takes and complaints that can be used in storyline and good and bad deals to be fantasy booked for weeks before or after. You're welcome. Stay mage. Fantastic email, guys. What do you think? The idea um, of drafting from NXT only is awesome. That's what that's this. This is meaningful. Yeah, I don't think sending people down necessarily. No, no. That's but the trades. But I like but the trades. The, yeah, the I trades. like the trades, too. I like the trades. So, like, if the draft was all about Raw and SmackDown fighting to see who would be able to get the number one person from, although, of course, it wouldn't work, 
because they would, of course, want to draft Braun Breaker or Carmelo Hayes. And the only people drafted were people who haven't been on TV in two years. Not right. Only. And that's not the only people, but a lot of the people. Um, yeah. yeah. But that was a good idea, sir. I, I enjoyed that very much. I, I just want to bring up something random. I, you know, I, I love Killer Cross and I, I love Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> very red. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about NXT. It just made me think, think about Shinsuke. Okay. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't know how, how repackageable he is, but like, come on. Couldn't they figure out something else to do with him other than just uh, like different colors? I mean, come on. He's clearly an incredible wrestler. He's brilliant in the ring. His entrance is awesome. His music is like one of the best music, you know, either both versions. Like there's so much there to do, in my opinion, with Shinsuke. And, you know, he'd been off TV for so long. They bring him back and all they do is just like change his coloring of his of his gear a little. And like, I don't know, do a couple of things. I just there's there's got to be some they, they, they missed the opportunity to do something really cool with Shinsuke. And I'm sure there's a reason for it. And I'm, you know. I know I'm ignorant. I don't know anything, but I'm just saying, <laughs> Shinsuke Shinsuke deserves better. I love the pre the pre capitulation before he even takes any any critique. Yes, I'm ignorant. I don't know anything. Yeah, and by the way, I don't even think people would attack you for that. I, think I don't think so like, either. Yeah, there was there was there was if, if you were hyping a return of Shinsuke, who hadn't been around for a while. No, you didn't get anything. Him hitting Miz with a Kinshasa is that was that what it was? It was Miz, right? Yeah. Yeah. And now he's in a I killer mean, cross, a carrying cross uh, feud, right? Yeah, yeah. It does feel like a lot of stop and start with Shinsuke because I mean, prior to that, the last time we saw him, what was in the ring with Roman, and yeah. then that was last year, I think. Shinsuke could be world July. champion. You know, I, I, he's a believable world champion to me. He is. He I, is. That is a good way of putting it. He's believable. He does still seem like a badass, and because he was built in that way when he first showed up. Royal Rumble winner, champion, like he did. Uh, he did everything. He Let was so you, mage. I'll tell you something else. Karrion Cross is a is a viable world champion at some point as well. In my opinion, we I said, we said, yeah. I, didn't, we, I know, didn't we say that last year? We said that he's one of the next believable. He, yeah, I know. Champion. We said he's a believable world champion. I said he's one of my guys. But I, I tell you, he he could be, um, like next up with Scarlet. You know, Scarlet's a great, ma- like a great manager in my opinion. Even though yeah. she doesn't do that much, I suppose, but. The, the, so, listen, Scarlet con- is a is a very important piece of the package, though, right? Because yeah, he she came feels up without like an Scarlet, important piece of the package. When he came up without Scarlet, it was just like it oh, no, did it not hit, feel it did, right. The, it was the it was, definition, the definition of hitting different. Yeah, it, when she, she is she is a, a very important piece and possibly underrated, but they they are necessary together. Like, yeah, definitely not something you can get away from. Let's let's do a delicate ten minute dance where we try to describe her being attractive but can't do it, and then we just say she's important and move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I would say, but but Karrion Cross for real. Karrion yeah. Cross for real. Because let's be let's be honest. When when without her, he had to get away from the leather, which I think was a very important part of the aesthetic yeah, his, of his them whole thing. Being- <laughs> So devious and devilish. Exactly. So and they're well, no. And the fact is, and the fact is, they're married. And I think his interest in commitment, yes. uh, relationship commitment, that's very important to the character. Exactly, exactly. Because people mm-hmm. have been asking so much, like what what drives uh, Carrie across, and like when he showed up without her, that motivation wasn't there. But now that he shows right. up with her, she brings the motivation. Exactly. The the a level of passion that just didn't exist when he when he was on his own that that exists now that he has Scarlet and it, it comes across on the screen and, and everybody can really feel that. 
I'm sorry, Dip. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> She's mage. She, she's very, no, honestly though no. she is legit she is legit though like jump off the screen you know uh gives you um uh memory sherry of miss elizabeth sherry, sherry miss elizabeth sherry, sherry yeah. meets elizabeth yeah exactly because she's because she's gorge but she's also kind of scary and you don't know what she's gonna do like she brings a lot to the table she's she's awesome i'm, yeah. I'm a big I, carrying cross guy i am too i think that he could be I'm not saying he's the Undertaker, but he like he could just go deeper. I mean, the entrance could be even scarier. Like he could go even deeper into that character and really learn about. He, they should make a mythology for him, like and do something with him. I don't know. And it's funny you say that though. Like I, I hadn't thought about that before, but he is somebody who could who could take that Undertaker mantle. Because I think I said this here and I said this elsewhere. It's it's very hard to to book spooky characters. And spooky champions, but he's a guy now who is, can but... who can get spooky and also be believable as like yes a world champion without too much of the the supernatural stuff. Male Stephen writes us, gentlemen, may I introduce you to the joy of everything bagel seasoning? Come on, man, you think we don't know this? Yeah, uh, what I did see recently though was uh, everything bagel seasoning butter from Lando Lakes. And I was just like, I don't know if this is too far. Or well, what. listen to this, like- though. He he does go on to come up with an interesting idea. He says, he's talking about uh, just um, everything bagel seasoning. He says, any bagel becomes an everything bagel. Keep uh, keep your toaster uh, free of garlic crumbs. Sometimes I just have toast with cream cheese and everything seasoning. Delish. Keep to- and then he says, might this also be a great business opportunity for a cheap heat branded product? I'd call it a something's going on bagel. I do like that. <laughs> uh, something's going on bagel. I, I like that. I like it. I like it. Male. Our friend Brandon Cousin writes us and says, not sure if it's because of my naturally very laid back ways, but I didn't see the draft the way you guys did. You all had pretty strong feelings over two shows that we won't remember in two weeks, LOL. Take it easy, <laughs> man, said in my Terry Funk voice. Listen, I'm not. We're not the only ones. I saw West Side Gun. West Side Gun tweeted a very strong statement yesterday. What did he about say about how? Oh, he 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 said, I believe, and I'm sorry again. This is our friend. And by the way, I don't want anyone at WWE to get mad at West Side Gun. The man literally buys front row tickets to every single event. He's a huge <laughs> supporter. I think his tweet was something along the lines of, "There's nothing worse in pro wrestling than the WWE draft." <laughs> it was something like that. <laughs> the strong. It was it was a very anti draft take. Right, well, he went after if it's too strong, leave it alone. But the I mean, the problem though with the draft is just like what what because said though is that like no one's gonna remember it in two weeks. So this thing that they hype up every time as seismic and changing the landscape of pro wrestling shouldn't always come around and feel like a. Uh, not a throwaway episode of Raw, but one of those episodes that just gets you to the next big thing. It should be the yeah. big thing that they say that it is. Can right. I just say... That's a good I, way of putting it. Can I just say, like, I love Wale, West Side Gun, and Smoke Dizza. Like, I love the way that they they they, they are obsessed with wrestling. They chew, oh, yeah. they chew wrestling. Especially oh, yeah. West Side Gun. He oh, is... No, he's, no, he's, I, he's a lunatic. I watch him. I watch him at these events because we usually sit across from him, you know, and he has that mage seat. 
you know, I could just see him just analyzing every single facet of the show. Dude, he goes, he goes to, he goes to nearly every big event, and very often is by himself. Which I know every company. Too. I, I, lo- I love, I love West Side Gun. We had a very funny moment this week on the on. Uh, we recorded one ep with Conway, and it's coming out next week. And Conway was telling me about growing up, you know, with West Side Gun, their cousins. When when they all when they figured out that they were like when when they went, got into each other's lives, he started hanging out at West Side Gun's grandmother's house, mm-hmm. and. I was like, were you, I said, I, he, cause she was a lot of fun and she had more food and she would let them get snacks. I said, did she, <laughs> did she buy the pay-per-views? He, he said she would buy the pay-per-views. So Conway's <laughs> like, so he was always there to watch the pay-per-views and he was drinking. He was definitely slightly drunk and he's having a great time in the podcast. And he's, I was like, why don't you ever go anymore? He was like, oh, now Westside Gun doesn't want to go with me. He just wants to go with Smoke Dizza and Wale. <laughs> <laughs> What a Survivor Series team that is. Ugh. Oh, my God. Well, put them in uh, what games? Wale, Smoke Dizza, Westside Gun, and Conway. Oh, my oh God. My, are you kidding me? It's hard, to find can... four, it's hard to find four people that will beat them in a Survivor Series. And Kaz, is, it, Kaz is, is Fuji. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um, all right. Mail. Ozzy writes us and says, I've been down since day one-ish with this podcast. Since before SGG and dip, but I have to say this. Uh-oh. Bagels effing suck. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. That is all from a loyal <laughs> listener, Ozzy in Texas. Oh, my God, Ozzy. Well, Ozzy, you can't just listen. drop one take if you're going to try to have a bill moment. Uh, you know, you need, it you was need more that- than one heater. It was at that moment that I knew Ozzy was a Jew hater. No, I'm, I'm, Ozzy, I'm kidding. I'm sure you're a great guy. You can't say you hate bagels, though. It, it's I don't know what the comp would be SGG, but you, you can't, it's like it's like saying you don't like Beyonce. Like you're allowed right, to say yeah. it, but people look at you a little weird. They go, oh, they don't <laughs> yeah, like Beyonce, huh? Okay. What is it about her? I, I don't know. She just bothers me. Okay. It's like getting outraged that Missy Elliott is going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You talking about me? No, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about. But I, I, but I wasn't. I, I, well, I wasn't outraged. I'm happy for Missy. There's a I bunch of hip hop before tribes. I said Missy. In. Missy before tribe is is wild. There's a bunch wild. of hip hop artists going in this year, the 50th anniversary of hip hop. It's like being outraged that hip hop is is developing a presence in the rock and roll. Oh, no, I'll say that. I'll say. But by that. the way, but by the way, there's not enough hip hop going in. If I, I have to correct you here. They're, they they added Grandmaster Kaz as like a honorary, like they just jumped him in, and they have Missy. But like, I don't want to get into a whole thing. But like, <laughs> I love Cheryl Crow. She's a great guy. She shouldn't be in Overtribe. I'm sorry. I, I love Cheryl Crow. She's yeah. when you talk about Cheryl Crow's importance to her genre versus Tribe's importance to their genre. Mm-hmm. I know that's not what the apples to apples comp is, and everybody likes Cheryl Crow. She's fine. Cheryl Crow's great. Cheryl Crow's a sesame bagel. She's a sesame bagel with cream <laughs> cheese. People enjoy it. They're eating it up. Yum yum yum. <laughs> Tribe is the definition of an egg. Everything. They are an egg everything with cream cheese and tomato and dip dip with throwing another layer of cheese Less and bacon and capers? a hot dog or whatever. <laughs> whatever weird shit he's put piling on there. It's all getting piled on. Mail. I have another one about uh, egg bagels. Do you guys want it? <laughs> sure. R- Ryan says Ryan says egg bagels are basically the pasta of the bagel world. The yellow is just a red herring, a food coloring gimmick. But egg everything bagels make perfect sense. I can't find them near me, but they're theoretically the perfect bagel. And then he said, 
Side note, dip rules, but admit he is becoming contortionist to Jace. Wow. Oh, you think? They, <laughs> he, thinks? He's, he, he, he thinks? He thinks He thinks you're contorting and contorting. How about this? Phil, Philippe writes us. Mail. Sweet Pete, Majin Dip, and SGG, longtime listener since Grantland. First time emailer. Uh, with the new WWE World Heavyweight title around, I wanted to hear you guys uh, think should win. And also share my pick with you. I feel like the general consensus for this is having Seth Rollins be the inaugural champion. Yes, by the way. Everyone is saying Seth over Cody. That is, that's what everyone seems to say. That's going to happen. Cody, I think. Cannot, Cody cannot get this title. Otherwise, he might. By, by the way, he might. It will absolutely feel like a consolation prize, though, if it, if it gets slid onto Cody. Yeah. That, well, that's an that's interesting. The, yeah. That's the problem. So he says, see, he says, I feel like the consensus is Seth, which is totally understandable and deserved. But what if Dominic Mysterio won instead? You're making, you're, Dip is getting visibly excited. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. based, on his react, based on his reactions from recent promos, I really think he could carry not only the title, but the brand too. Having him and Rhea Ripley rule Monday Night Raw would be such a fun dynamic, mm. and he could go down as one of the biggest chicken shit heels of all time. I'd love to get your guys' tease on the subject. Thanks for being such great guys. I love listening to the podcast, especially Dip whenever he's around. Look, Dip, you had a bounce back email. Mitch, I, I, let me just say, like, if that happened, I would love it. I mean, it would be— I don't be, think anybody would, and, would hate, and I'm not, could hate that. I'm not like Mr. Dominic Mysterio. I, I've come around on him, as you know. I've t I've come around in some some capacity. But well, he's rich, so good. I and but I don't, you know, if, if anything out of the blue or anything surprising or shocking happens, I'm down for it. I it, it, that would certainly be something. It's never going to happen. It'll be Seth Rollins. But look, I, I said that Cody was 100 percent going to win at WrestleMania, and I was wrong. Imagine if imagine if Dominic beats Seth Rollins in the finals, though, right? That's that's the man that Dominic debuted against, lost during that feud. Seth took Ray's eye. They will never go that deep into the history of them. But imagine if Dom does beat Seth uh, to win that championship. And the dude is right. Dominic on Monday couldn't even get a word out because of how much they booed when he touched the mic. He got louder, and then they got louder. Every time until finally Ray came out to let the promo continue on as it was supposed to. Um, hey, guys, I hope everyone enjoys Backlash tomorrow. Um, all you have to do is tune into the Peacock or YouTube, wherever you'd like, at 7 p.m. Eastern for the kickoff show. Um, and then at 8 o'clock, you can enjoy Backlash, which I'm so, uh, excited about. So the show's on at uh, what time? The actual show? It, it's an... The actual show show is eight o'clock Eastern time, standard time. You don't care about the kickoff uh, panel. Feature in the uh, forever. You, wait, wait, wait. Where, where are you going to be, Dip? I'm going to be in Las Vegas. Oh, what's happening? I have a birthday party that I've chosen oh. to attend. Yeah. Wow. So good, for, good. Wow. Where are you? Can you tell us where you're staying? Lucky. or Are you worried about peckerheads coming to stalk you? I'm going to be a Treasure Island. Uh, not. Not. I know, I, I know, I know. I, I uh, the bizarro, shocking this is, bit this of was information. Definitely a last minute trip. I got, I, I got to tell this you, definitely the a last place, minute trip. It's, it's the first place I ever stayed when I, in 1997 when I went with my family. But um, the uh, the rest of the crew is staying at the Venetian, and I booked, of course, last minute, like like everything. I couldn't get I the do. room. Listen, as soon as you said room, Treasure Island, room, I, knew I couldn't you booked, get the room. You booked like yesterday. 
I booked well, it I, a couple of days ago. Can I, I'd like to say something though, real it's quick. It's across the street. That. So I, I booked I, I, no, no, I, I, it. It could I be Mage, it. by the way. It could, by the way, it could be Mage. Who knows? No, no. Well, the, the, hold on. Here my take. Here my take. This is important. I got news for you about Las Vegas. And I'm, and I'm a Vegas guy. I really enjoy it. You could stay at the trashiest place in Las Vegas or you could stay at the nicest place in Las Vegas. I got news for you. The trash is everywhere. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't matter where you are. You could be at this restaurant. You're like, oh, my God, everyone's talking about this place. It's beautiful. And all of a sudden, someone walks in wearing a bikini and flip-flops with things bouncing and flopping all over the place. It doesn't matter. Las Vegas is a complete free-for-all. So, like, Treasure Island, is it Repug? Yeah. The Bellagio is great, but you'll see Repugry at the Bellagio, too. Every, everything is everywhere in Las Vegas. Who cares? I, I don't. I'm not, and you know me. I'm not a hotel guy, so I don't care about hotels. You're not yeah, a you're hotel guy. Ca- you know that. I've talked about this. You know I don't, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't value these, you know, $2,500 a night rooms. I mean, it's a bed. I mean, I don't know what is going on. I mean, I, I have views. Oh, I, I don't and, and by the way, and, and, and my opinion mostly comes from the fact that very often when I go to Vegas, I'm going on a boxing trip and I'm staying at the MGM Grand on a fight night. Do you know what the MGM Grand is like on a fight night? Oh my god! I I might. It's like staying on Skid Row. Okay, <laughs> it's lunacy. It is the yeah. kinds of people that come out for fight weekends. Is it's bizarro world, and that's kind of Vegas in a nutshell. You sign up for it, you know. And I'm uh, surprisingly, okay. I'm a Vegas guy. I know you you would never suspect me of being a Vegas person, but uh, the truth is, I like it for a couple of days. I think it's interesting there. Oh, I, mean, I think a couple of days, unless you like live in Vegas, is the most you can do, though. And I'm going. Uh, I'm eating at Carbone. Major. Oh, Where is Carbone? Now that is Mage. Aria. Said Aria. Nice. Um, watch. I can't wait for you to have the moment. You're going to remember this moment when you walk into Aria and you're going, "Oh my god, this place is Mage." And then you're going to see things and go, "It's not as Mage as it should be." You know why? Because it's Las Vegas. But I would like to. I, <laughs> Uh, Natalie and I have t- I've talked about one day getting a place in Las Vegas. Uh, in theory, one day I've looked, soon. I've looked, I've looked into it. It's myself. still pretty. It's still on the rise. It's still, it's still very much on the rise. Like, yeah, like, like, like six, seven years ago, forget it. Oh, no, if, if you if if you did it six years ago, right now you made, you went up 500 on whatever you bought. Yeah, and and houses were a, a dollar. And but by the way, I will say they're still relatively cheap for what you can get. I mean. You could take whatever you whatever you pay for your place in New York or Los Angeles and go to Las Vegas and you'd have an episode of Cribs about you. I mean, it's, yeah, it is yeah. like that stuff. If I'm going to do that, though, I'm going to I'm going to buy I'm going to do Palm Springs. You know, but Palm I think Palm Springs is pricier than uh, it is. Than Vegas. It is, but, but I think Dip loves Palm Springs more than Vegas, though. That's the thing. I he love does. Palm Springs. I mean, Palm Springs is definitely more. You could definitely spend more time in Palm Springs than Vegas. I'd say that for sure. All right, we've uh, we're officially now off the rails. Everyone have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy backlash. We'll break it all down to a fine powder on Tuesday. Stay mage. Enjoy yourselves and take it easy. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left the majesty, sweet sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like sat in front of the mirror a little bit and got myself together. Also, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I would like to introduce... Shout out to that guy, Greg. Bret Hart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. m m m m